At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. A warmer from the low. Welcome to lovely Las Vegas. For Costa with myself, Greg Eves Peterson. Now part of the Beeson Family of Podcast. First things first. A happy 2024 to you all. May it be the most profitable year that we ever have. And let's have this one be a good one, to say the least. And we're going to get off on a tremendous start because our first guest of 2024 is one of our favorites, Justin Perry, who does amazing work over at Jack Quality Bets. He's going to be joining me in segment number two. We're going to be chatting with him. Just what he's made out of all these favorites that have been able to cash over the last week or two it has been favorites palooza. So we're going to be taking a little bit of a look on that front, how he handicaps some of these conference games. Can we perhaps utilize a few trends when it comes to handicapping conference games as well? And we're going to be talking about a few teams that he feels like might be a little bit overvalued and undervalued going into January and beyond. So we've got a great chat coming up there. And then in the final segment, going to get you guys picks and analysis on every game on the betting board for this College Basketball Monday, this first Monday of the year as we had some bank shots. If you do have a question, comment, segment, idea, whatever you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at gnn underscore d1. Keep in mind, letters M. Maybe does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way is find an Apple podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you're able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five star review. Really did not get in any Twitter slash X questions today, but we had a fun day of college basketball on Sunday to wrap up 2023. So let's take a look back at it. Try to find some trends and try to get to know these teams a little bit better. A game from yesterday is Greg buzzing about. Here is the rowdy recap. A theme in 2023 was Southeast Missouri State not making you money and they ended the year by not covering on Sunday. Morehead State takes it to them 83 to 64. Southeast Missouri State now 2 and 9 against the spread. Only Pacific has a worse cover rate than them as Sacramento State is also 2 and 9 against the spread as far this season. But for SEMO, they go 4 of 13 from 3 point range. They actually win the turnover battle 14 to 13, but they get pummeled on the glass. 35 to 20, so now it's relatively rough, but not as rough as if you were an Arizona fan, as Arizona has been one of your best cover teams 
in all of college basketball, but we're starting to see that dry up just a little bit. Stanford could not miss from three-point range, and they went 100-82 as Arizona still 10-3 against the spread, but now they have failed to cover two out of their last three games. 16 of 25 is what Stanford shot from three-point range. Cannon Carlisle, who had scored a combined 25 points in his career going into this game, comes in off the bench, goes 6 of 8 from 3 with 28 points. Just an absolutely monstrous effort. Sanford also wins a battle on the glass. They did lose a turnover battle 14 to 8 as for Caleb Love, he was able to throw in their 23 points, but did go just 1 of 6 from 3-point range. Arizona as a whole, a little bit cold in this affair, and for Arizona, they just weren't able to dominate on the glass the way that they have much throughout the season. So that was a bit of an issue for them. One of your last undefeated teams at all of college basketball was able to stay unbeaten on Sunday. That would be Ole Miss. They, James Madison, and Houston are the lone three teams without a loss. And for Ole Miss, they win 95-78. The spread on this game was right around about 14.5 to 15, so they were able to cover that, as well as Matthew Morrell. Another nice performance with 18 points. And Jamarian Sharp, he was sharp on the glass, being able to give the team 10 boards. And for Bryant, they lose this game, despite the fact that they went 12-30 of 30 from three-point range. They lose a turnover battle, though. They lose a rebound battle as well. It's a very interesting Bryant team, but for this old Miss bunch, man, this team is looking really good right now, but another team has looking quite solid, and another team has making quite a bit of money. How about what St. Thomas is doing out there in the Summit League? They take it to UMKC by kind of 77 to 56. St. Thomas now 8 and 4 against the spread. Very unfortunate that they're unable to partake in the NCAA tournament due to the archaic NCAA sort of transitionary rules. But for St. Thomas, they were able to be very efficient in this one. Just four turnovers on 26 made field goals. So that's a team certainly to be watching out for. And Denver has actually been a quite profitable team out there in the Summit League as well. But as a favorite, they go down outright against Oral Rock. Roberts 89 to 86 in overtime. Oral Roberts actually did have a, I believe it was 14 point lead. It might have gotten up to 16 at one point as well that they blew in the second half, but they were able to regroup. Denver has won the top scores in all of college basketball. And Tommy Bruner did have 32 points, but it took him 30 field goal attempts. They get there. Denver also goes 19 of 30 at the free throw line. Their team has now 6-4 and 1 against the spread. So going to be interesting to watch them moving forward as they've been one of your more fascinating teams in all of college basketball. And a team has been cashing overs left and right for you. How about Wright State as they were not the right side on Sunday as UW-Milwaukee just absolutely crushes them. 91-83 to as neither team could miss from three-point range. How about a combined 23 of 43 from three-point range for these two teams that B.J. Freeman is back for Milwaukee. A big reason why they were able to do so much from a season ago was out for a month plus. Came in off the bench, 23 points, six boards, six assists, did have four turnovers, but that's massive against a right seat team that has now played nine overs of three under. So they certainly have been one of your more overwhelming teams in all of college basketball, a team that has been quite rock solid this year as well. Has been Oklahoma, no cover, but they're able to get it done against Monmouth by a count of 72 to 56. Monmouth does go nine of 25 from three power range for Oklahoma. 
10 of 27 from the outside. Oklahoma currently 12 and 1. They've been one of your more upstart teams in all of college basketball, so they're going to be an interesting watch moving forward and a team that certainly I'll have my eyes glued on. Also going to be taking a look at what we're getting out of Colorado as well. It's this Colorado Buffaloes team. They don't get the cover, but they do get the win against Washington State by a count of 74 to 67. A Pac-12 that in general has had a lot of teams outside of Arizona that have been interesting against the spread to say the least. So you've got a Oregon State team has gone 4-7-1 against the spread for Washington State. They entered in this game just 4-8 and eight against the spread as well. But for Colorado, this bunch has been able to do a really nice job of being able to hit the glass in general as they were able to win the rebound battle once again in this one. And KJ Simpson, 34 big points against a Washington State team that they played a lot of lesser competition. So we shall see where they go moving forward. Iowa State has been so dominant as as big giant favorites prior to this game against New Hampshire as a favorite of at least 14 points they had covered all eight times where DK Network right up was taking the points with New Hampshire and it was looking a little bit rough there late in the second half when Iowa State got up 81 to 53 but they gave us a present to end the new year. New Hampshire goes on a very nice 17-4 run in the final 6 plus minutes and New Hampshire gets to cover 85-70. to 70. I would say it's actually been playing quite a few overs as well. This is a revamped offense that went 9 of 25 from 3 par range. You're able to have Kashawn Gilbert put in there a triple-double and hey for New Hampshire, Clarence Daniels 19 points, 11 rebounds. I actually do think that this is going to be a lively team out there in the America East. So that was very nice to be able to see You've got a team that is currently winless in college basketball in Detroit, and they got just absolutely smoked on Sunday, 91 to 56. Fort Wayne just absolutely lays waste to a Detroit team that now is 3-12 against the spread. Sadly, that is not the worst mark in all of college basketball in terms of against the spread record. That dubious honor right now belongs to Pacific at 2-11 against the spread, but for Detroit, right now they are missing their top scorer in Jaden Stone. You had just absolutely nothing whatsoever from the scene from the outside. 3-17 of 17 from 3-par range. Meanwhile, for Fort Wayne, 7 turnovers in this game to Detroit's 24. That's a good way to be able to lose the game. So, lots of intrigue there. You did see Oklahoma State fail to get a cover as well. 86-70. to 70, They get the outright win against South Carolina State, but this has been an Oklahoma State team that has been having a little bit of a rough time against the spread. Well, their counterparts, the Sooners, are 8-5 and five against the spread. Oklahoma State now 4-7-1 against the spread, so that's been a little bit of an issue for them. Massive issue for Cal has been closing out games and closing out covers as they fall to Arizona State 71-69 to to Round out the 2023 calendar year of college basketball for Arizona State. They've had a rough time getting it going on offense all season long. They only go 10 of 31 from three-point range. But Cal, a ghastly 5 of 27 from distance. Fardos Amek gives you 17 points, 14 rebounds. But for Cal, they lose the turnover battle 15 to 12. They're trying to work back in there. Devin Eskew and company. It's clearly a little bit of a work in progress. Meanwhile, for Frankie Collins, 25 points, 6 steals, 10 of 17 from the floor. And for Cal, it's been a relatively rough season for them against the spread. When they've been a favorite, they've been able to rise up 
quite a bit as an underdog, but as a favorite thus far this season, Cal, certainly not cutting it. They are 1-4 and four against the spread in this role, but Utah, they have been able to get the job done quite a bit. They don't get the cover, but they're able to get the outright win against a pretty upstart Washington team. That's out 8-5 against the spread, 95-90. to 90. Utah gets it done as for Washington, just five turnovers for them, while Utah, they committed 12, but for this Utah bunch, they did have the 34 big points out of Brandon Carlson, seven assists, seven rebounds. Utah as well goes 11 of 24 from three-point range, whereas Washington, they go just eight of 23 from three-point range. And in the last week of the calendar year of 2023, we saw the overs hitting at a big-time rate. Over the last seven days, overs 98 to 69, so 58.7% of games going over the total. I'm pretty sure we had a push or two along the way in there, but we're starting to see the rise of home underdogs once again. While favorites overall have gone 90-76-2 against the spread over the last seven days, home underdogs 18-16 and 16 against the spread. So these road underdogs, they've been really having a little bit of a tough time, and if you're looking at the entirety of the college basketball season, home underdogs starting to catch a little bit of fire, 243-235-10 and 10 against the spread. Favorites overall hitting at about 50.4%, 1,060, 1,043-32 against the spread and overs currently hitting at a 51.3% clip. 1,085 overs, 1,029 unders with a few pushes along the way. So that's what we're seeing in college basketball right now. And that's how we close out 2023. Now we're on to 2024. Now we are on the conference play. So we got to talk about all that and some teams that Justin Perry is finding a little bit of value on. He does great work over at Chalk Quality Bets. And he joins me next right here on Coast Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Hoops Peterson, now a part of the Beeson Family Podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you, something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. It is always great to be joined by this man as we've got one of our good friends aboard, Justin Perry, who does such good work over at Jock Valley Bets, taking a look at this game of college basketball that we all know and love. I know that the Shock Valley model has been doing some exceptional work thus far this season, as has Justin doing his picks in the park doing so much work with his TikTok page, which is at College Basketball Picks, which that is just absolutely awesome. To be able to get a nice, clean TikTok handle like that is Twitter slash feed That is over at Justin Perry and then the number eight altogether. Last name is spelled P-E-R-R-I. And Justin, it's always great to get you aboard. Thank you. Greg, always an honor. I'm going to have to make sure to go out into the park now because it has been a minute with the holidays. But yeah, I'm a college basketball Nut is the best way to put it. I I live and breathe all 360 teams. It is a full-time job to do so, but I think so much fun to be able to come on here and do this as part of my job as the, you know, product and marketing lead for shot quality bets. It's a fun world to dive into the expected data and try to use it to I guess, get a better idea of what's actually going on in a game rather than just seeing the box score or the result of a game and using that, I guess, enhanced 
understanding of the game to try to get better predictions and a better handicap. Absolutely, and it's been so interesting to take a look at college basketball this season because there has been a lot of ebbs and flows, but what we've seen over the last seven days in college basketball, favorites have just run roughshod, which typically I expect something a little bit different because when it comes to holidays, typically you'd expect some of these teams to maybe be a little bit more distracted, perhaps a underdog sees an opportunity on their schedule to try to be able to pounce going into conference play, but we've seen the absolute opposite of that. Has that caught you by a little bit of surprise because I was expecting a little bit of different results. No, I was a little surprised. I think I've been, um, you know, my results have definitely I took a hit because I'm, I'm definitely the type of guy who likes to t- play on underdogs more than I do on favorites just naturally. It has not been pretty. I think we've seen it over at Shock Quality in like the last week or so. We're hitting our favorites at like, you know, 68% and we're losing our underdogs at like 66%. So yeah, just take the favorites right now. And, you know, it's been a little bit more towards the overs as well. So uh, probably a great Christmas holiday for people who like betting on the good teams and betting on the teams that are projected to win. College basketball maybe feels easy for them. It's felt a little difficult for me because I'm always trying to find the unsung hero and the team that you want to take the points on and the upset. I've always, you know, I think that's actually easier long term than it is to find the team that is going to cover the spread as the favorite. It's going to probably even out over the long term. So, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say that you should just continue to pound favorites. Lines are going to going to adjust. What's it about? I don't know. Um, maybe there's been some hypothesizing about the net ratings being a big, bigger part of how teams are approaching games against these smaller by game schools where, you know, maybe they feel now that how much you win by actually holds some weight. So you're seeing teams leave starters in later into games rather than pulling guys and giving them a little bit extra rest. That extra rest can mean you're seeding and you got Christmas break or you just came back from the break. You're going to play your minutes. And, and I think we've seen a bit more of that. That's pretty interesting to me. So I think that can lead to more overs. That can lead to more favorites covering because better players are getting more minutes even when the game is kind of done. It's interesting because usually teams in those blowouts or a game finished condition will put in lesser players and stop going for the best shot and try to run clock down. But now you could see a 20, 15 point favorite pushing on the gas to get a 25 or 30 point win because that could be the difference in how they're seated come March. Yeah, it could be the difference. And that has been interesting to take a look at as well, because back in the RPI days, whether you won by one point or 100 million billion points, it was the exact same. So that has caused for a little bit of a different landscape in college basketball. I think it's such a good point by you as Justin Perry does great work over at Chocolate Best is joining me right here on Coast to Coast Soups. And certainly that I feel like has caused for a few more overs as well, because to your point, rather than Teams throwing out there the walk-ons the final four minutes. They're only going to throw out there the walk-ons for like the final minute or so. So when you typically get a little bit more garbage time, these teams are looking to play a little bit more of an open gym style, really trying to rack up the points. So I do think that that has led to a little bit of that as well. But in terms of the landscape of college basketball, have there been a few teams over the last week or two that have been really catching your eye, whether that be to the positive or the negative? Because on Saturday, we saw a bunch of big-time games with Marquette being able to get the job done against Creighton. Kansas finally making that statement that we all wanted to see against Wichita State. I thought that that was big as well. But are there a few teams over the last few weeks you become either a little bit more bullish or a little bit more bearish on? 
Yeah, you know, I think the shock quality data has been very interesting in terms of teams that are uh, still at the top. We have some very favorable numbers on what this Texas A&M offense is able to do under the hood. Have them as a little unlucky, expecting them to have a good win more than where they're at right now at eight and four. So could be a little value left on them. Uh, there's, There's some really interesting teams sort of brewing the ratings we see out there every week kind of don't give you the full picture of course you know ken palm and torvik and haslam like these guys who you know are all friends of sq and you know run in similar circles and twitter buddies all the same it's a little different uh again like i said pretty high on texas a&m very you know in line with big teams arizona houston purdue at the top shot quality has a lot of respect for iowa state Right now, their defense being the number one expected points allowed defense so far. So if you're into defense, and we've seen it, we saw it last year, shot quality is going to be high on them. The defense, though, sometimes isn't enough. Their offense, you know, rates outside the top 30 in shot quality. So you usually do need both. And that's what's going to leave them around 15 for Ken Palm. And again, literally at five in shot quality right now net. But there's a lot of interesting things. I think we've seen some teams kind of start rising in the public opinion. I know Creighton is one that a lot of people go back and forth on. They're like 17 in Ken Palm after they lost on the 30th. But, you know, they're seventh in shot quality. So we do like the shots that they take, have them as a smart basketball team. And that can lead to, you know, valuable shots in big games when it matters most. But, you know, teams like Wisconsin is a, another one that shot quality is pretty high on inside our top 10 at the moment sitting in that 15 to 20 range. So if you're looking for teams to maybe make some noise that have looked good in the non-con, regardless of their results and just looking at the shots they developed, those are some good options that could maybe make some noise in, in like the Big Ten or maybe even like, you know, Auburn, I know looks good, but they look really good to shot quality in the SEC. There's some really interesting stuff here. I think the Big East is going to be a battle based on what we're seeing right now. And I think we're going to have, honestly, a really fun conference season. I can't believe it's right around the corner. It it gives us some of the best basketball. Just watching these sluggers sort of go against it in power fives and these mid-major hopefuls sort of duel it out to see who actually is going to have what it takes to, you know, wield a record large enough to get the respect of the committee and a team strong enough to get maybe an auto bid if that, if they're in a, you know, a no bid league. So, or one bid, but nonetheless, I don't know. We're in a great time, Greg. There's a lot of teams that are sort of bubbling up and a lot of luck involved. So you can maybe try to get an edge on what a team really is as we start to head into these big games against familiar foes. Yeah, but it's just been absolutely remarkable to take a look at what we've gotten in college basketball this season, and I'm so glad that you bring up Iowa State because they're a team that I feel very bullish about as well, but the one thing that does cause a little bit of pause for me is that it's got what it is, the non-conference slate that they played, not necessarily the world's greatest amount of competition. How do you value some of those teams? Like I think Pittsburgh is another good example of this, a team that has really beaten down on some bad competition, but in the step-up games, they've had some worries, they've had some issues. How do you evaluate those sorts of teams? Because I do feel like the numbers can be most skewed with these teams that play either super-duper tough non-conference schedules and that it makes them look worse than what they are, and vice versa, teams that they just play a bunch of cupcakes, making them be propped up a little bit more with the stats than what they might be as well. 
shot quality is kind of the remedy for that, in my opinion, Greg. And, and it's a really good concern, right? It's like it's it's a little bit of the difference between like, all right, are they just pl- playing good defense or are they just playing against bad teams? And that's the type of question that I think we at SQ can answer maybe better than anybody else, except for, you know, perhaps the guy who watches every single game. And I always say the shot quality is a lot like uh, a numerical eye test. What we do is we literally have computers watch the game and see who's taking what shot with what type of defender distance and what type of shot type, you know, the action leading into the play, whether it's a catch and shoot three or off the dribble or mid-range post-ups, you know, we look into all that type of stuff and we know how good each individual player is and then, you know, analyze what we see and, and come up with our own expected field goal percentage for every shot to derive the value of it, multiplying the field goal percentage by the points attempted to get a shot quality value. With Iowa State, they have done what you want to see them do against essentially everybody. And they are 10-2 and right now with losses to Virginia Tech and Texas A&M. But shot quality expected both of those games to actually be wins. So shot quality has them at 11-1. and Gave them a 50-50 shot to win the Texas A&M game. So that was a really close one against a team that shot quality thinks is kind of the top top in terms of offense so that was a really good example of shot quality shining through but then even against those lower tier teams they played green bay lindenwood idaho state grambling state that is a terrible opening for november you talk about easing them back in but you know we rated those as 99 percent and 100 percent wins multiple of them coming at 40 points in terms of expected points allowed so they're just suffocating and this is not like, oh, they kind of let these bad teams in. No, this defense is elite. They were expected to win certain games by 40-plus, 30-plus, all of those games by more than 25, those first four easy ones. So then went into a little bit more of a difficult part of the schedule, VCU, VT, Texas A&M, lost VT and Texas A&M on neutrals. But I thought the Iowa win at home was a really successful one. They won by 25. Prairie View, Florida A&M, Eastern Illinois now since – a little weak in terms of the competition level, but have, have really bodied them. I think, you know, they have a, a good test here coming up where they just had a new good test here, but the New Hampshire team, they're expected to, again, dominate at home. So we'll see how they look when they get into the Big 12. It's going to be very different going up against Oklahoma and Houston to start their season. That's going to be the real test. And I think they hold their own. I think that game, especially against Houston at home, it might surprise people. That's going to be a defensive masterclass on January 9th. I think that that's going to be a lot of fun, and we are going to be in for some real slobber knockers and some real drag about matchups when it comes to the Big 12. And how do you evaluate a lot of those conference matchups as well? As Justin Perry does great work over at Jack Quality Best, is joining me right here on Coast to Coast Soups because we're going to get a few more non conference games here on Monday, here on Tuesday, but. For the most part, it's now full steam ahead in conference, and I always do feel like there's a little bit of a different tenor when it comes to conference play, and you were just alluding to the defensive side of things. I do think that that plays a bigger role when it comes to January and February than it did in non-conference play. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, a lot of times with these non-con schedules, these buy games, powered conference teams especially, and even some of the better mid-major teams can kind of focus more on offense, work on getting their rotations right, figuring things out. Tinkering, I guess, is a good word. And now we're going to see 
the battles kind of begin. You know, you get seedings, you see if your team really has it, you're trying to be the best in each specific conference. So I would expect defense to maybe pick up, unders maybe to start getting there. But at the other end of it, uh, everyone's got to be weary of what last January looked like for overs. We've come out of the Christmas break scorching hot for overs. So I don't know. Maybe we're just going to globally go 57.5% to the over again for four weeks and we should just strap in and blind bet but that'll outperform any season i've ever had if i can hit 57 and a half so like look i'm not ashamed to say that so i think there's a lot going on right now it's going to be very interesting to see how these conference games are officiated as we get in these you know, conference referee crews there's going to be a lot of very interesting nuances to these games in terms of you know, how the matchups work. Are, are you going to see these teams that shot really cold in the non-con come in and, and, you know, start to shoot well against poor defensive teams? I would think, yes, that's what tends to happen. So if you have a team that maybe struggled and maybe got good looks, what weren't hitting them coming into a weaker conference opponent now, they know well and they've played against and the coaches have schemed against for five years or something like that. I would expect to, you know, see more historical performance as the regression point rather than non-conference 2023 performance. Like it's more likely to be towards the expected rather than the recent. I'll hang my hat on that long term. It might not always work, but it more likely than not is, you know, going to be closer to the expected of what these teams are versus what you've seen in the last couple of weeks finishing up the non-con. Yep, it is going to be so interesting to take a look at what we do get in conference play because there's always a few teams every single year that it seems like they turn over a little bit of a new leaf when it comes to conference play versus when it comes to non-conference play as well. But we always see when it comes to conference play that there are some teams that they just have a specific team's number. Like I used to work for the official flagship station of the Oregon Ducks. I remember every single year they would go to Boulder and every single year they would lose. I mean, it was just very uncanny. And do you ever look at those sorts of things when it does come to conference play? Because you don't want to be blind betting trends. You don't want to be like, oh, and totals between 140 and 145. The under is in five straight games for this team. Let's just continue to hammer the under or anything like that. But I do think that there is a little bit of something to familiarity when you do have a long tracker, like what I was mentioning with Oregon going to Colorado. We see it time and time again. A lot of teams in the Big Ten, when they go to the rack, they really, really struggle. Those are sorts of things that I do feel like we could put a little bit more credence in this time of year rather than a non-conference play where you really don't have much of that. Yeah, you know, I think you don't want to do it blindly. Um, no. you know, I, we just saw it early in like, especially in the mid-major conferences, I think more so than the big schools because there's more turnover now. It might have been a little bit more credence to doing things like that in the past where there wasn't such a culture of guys jumping around, second schools, especially, you know, the TRO recently being granted, getting some of these guys back in uh, to their rosters. I think you want to sort of do it situationally more than just historically. And there are going to be spots, you know, there are going to be teams that maybe play really well at home and continue to do so because of the tough environment to play and maybe home court advantage calculations are uh, still a little off. You know, it's just that difficult to go there. Like you said, there's specific environments that people kind of look out for, but nothing really jumps out. I think that you can definitely get some good, like, look ahead spots. It's a little tough. It's it's like reading tea leaves a little bit. I, it's akin to like, you know, trying to say, oh, well, you know, public or actions on one side or another. I think you maybe can use it with support, 
from like statistical matchup analytics, but to just sit there and be like, oh, like this team's going to be looking ahead to this matchup on Saturday and they're going to sleepwalk the Thursday game. It can happen if there's bigger games that maybe are going to matter for bubble considerations or things like that. And, and maybe they're going up against an elite team that they know they're going to get trounced by. And so they, you know, kind of fall flat and don't give their best effort and don't come close to covering and then get up for the big game against the the bubble team rival. You can play that way. It's definitely out there. There's definitely a mental game. There's more weights to games than just, you know, what maybe the analytical models understand. So there's that. There's the human element. There's travel spots. You want to sort of blend it all in and, and come up with a reliable way to check all your sides and make sure you're not missing something obvious while not, you know, giving anything too much weight more than actually analyzing the matchup itself. Oh, absolutely. We've got to make sure that we get this obvious fact correct, though, that you do an absolutely amazing job when it comes to college basketball, Justin. And that's very apparent with all of your work over there at Chalk Quality Bets, your TikTok videos, your work over on Twitter, five checks, second to none. Love the good people at home. Know what's on tap for you and how people can follow along on social media and other platforms. Of course. And first of all, thank you, Greg, for having me on the show. As always, it's a pleasure anyone wants to follow along i do a lot of great stuff on twitter for shot quality bets all of our handles are the same thing it's a shot quality bets give us a follow on twitter i do a daily pick there every day i have a brand new show that we just launched called the sq live betcast and i think it might be one of the only in-game live college basketball betting shows out there we use shot quality's live feed data to pinpoint spots where teams are hot or cold and bet on regression to hit in game so It's been a lot of fun. We've been hitting a lot of bets. So definitely come check it out on the Shot Quality Bets pages. We're on YouTube. We have a Discord. Just give us a follow and you'll see all of it coming to your feed. And we're trying to just be the next generation of stats in the game that we love to talk about because there's so much room for this advanced way of looking at the game to give us an edge still. We're just in the start of really understanding how powerful it is. Oh, it is powerful. And a man that yields so much of that power for the college basketball community is Justin. He does such an amazing job taking a look at this game. And every single time he joins this podcast, he lends such good insights. So big thanks to Justin Perry for joining me right here on Kesko Soupson coming next. And it's much like we did in 2023. We give you picks and analysis on every single game for day number one of the 2024 calendar year as we hit some bank shots. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up, like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect, flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring, and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind-down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day, as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all. Even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney. Make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. And we're back here above you, Las Vegas, for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Craig Hoops Peterson, now part of the Beeson Family Podcast. It's always great to be joined by Justin Perry. He does such good work over at Chalk Valley Bets, taking a look at this great game of college basketball that we all know and love. I know that he does such an amazing job unearthing so many edges, just utilizing the data that we are able to gather to his advantage and just making us smarter in general when it comes to this great sport. So, big thanks to him for joining me in the last segment. Now it is that time of the podcast. I give you picks and analysis on every game on the betting board for this College Basketball Monday as it is the first College Basketball Monday of the year as we hit some bank shots. Most financial establishments close at a certain time, but not here. It is time for a side and total on every game on today's betting board bank shots. Do you note that as per usual, any changes that are made to these plays will be listed up on my Twitter slash X feed at GNRSquart1. We only have four games, so the games involving smaller conferences, this would be the North Alabama-Texas Tech game because North Alabama is in the Atlantic Sun and Texas A&M Commerce is out there in the Southland. Those two games are at the bottom, and then it's pretty much going to be time order from there. So let's get things started with 891-892 on the betting board. It is Hampton. They hit the road faceoff against Drexel, and Drexel does find themselves as 14.5 to 15-point favorites. Totals anywhere between 138.5 and 140, and we've seen a little bit of an outburst with Drexel and their offense over the last two games, but I do think that we are going to see things calm down once again. Did set my total at a 135.5. I'm going to be looking at the under, and this really is going to be a little bit of a tempo battle. You've got a Drexel team that year in and year out this team is in the bottom 75 in terms of total possessions per game. Right now, they're 317th in the country with this regard. Meanwhile, you've got a Hampton team that is 39th in the country, but with Hampton, just not really an efficient offense in general. You do get Jordan Nesbitt back in the fold here. Top scorer from a season ago. He was missing for the first eight or so games, but hasn't really made much of an impact. 24 total points in four games. It's really been what you've been able to get down low from Kyrie Smolin. 16 points, nine boards. I do like his game for a Hampton team that leaves something to be desired in the backcourt. Shooting about 32% from three, 14 turnovers per game. I like what I've seen out of Tedrick Wilcox, along with Tristan Maxwell. Both of these guys haven't been able to register double figures, but you've got Maxwell for the Hampton team who has been dealing with a little bit of injuries. Should be good to go in this one. Both of these guys shooting the mid-third from three-point range, which is something that is a little bit of a issue for Drexel. Drexel shooting 29% from three-point range. You have had Jalen Moore do a solid job in the backcourt. Two and a half assists, 13 points per game, but this Drexel team should be able to win that battle down low with Amari Williams, giving you two blocks, 11 points, right around eight rebounds per game, and despite the fact that you do have Mullen down low, 
for this Hampton team. I do think that that's going to be a little bit of a struggle for them. And on top of that, this is a Drexel team that is just stifling when it comes to their defense, especially when it comes to the perimeter, as at home they're allowing opponents to shoot just 27% from three-point range. This is a Hampton team, by contrast, they allow opponents to shoot about 35.5% from three-point range when they are on the road. It is a Drexel team that certainly does have their issues when it comes to their offense. You could use a little bit more out of Luke House, who's really been the lone guy on the scene, has shot north of 35% from three-point range as far this season, but we know how Drexel is going to win games. They're going to do it by their defense. Top 88 team in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, and for Drexel, when they're at home, they are allowing darn near 23.5 points fewer per one-hour possessions rather than when they're on the road in Hampton. Well, they're 291st in the country in terms of defensive efficiency, so I do think that the defense is going to win out in this spot. Did some, I told, 135.5, diving in on the under. And Drexel made them a 15.5 point favorite. Just wanted to see a little bit more out of Jordan Nesbitt, so at a 15 or less, going to be one to lay it. And diving in on the under, this is also a noon Eastern time dip, and I always think that that favors home team a little bit. Now let's take a look at my DK Network right up, pick 893 and 94 on the main board. Texas plays host to UT Arlington. Arlington is an 18 to a 19 point underdog with your total between 146.5 and 147.5. I will say we've got some slim pickings on the board today, but my write-up is going to be on UT Arlington catching the points. I set them more as 16 point underdogs when it comes to this Arlington bunch. Certainly the three-point shooting defense has been a big wolf for this team there. Outside the top 250 with that regard overall for the season, allowing opponents to shoot 36.4% from three-point range, but actually allow opponents to shoot 39% from three at home, more like 35% on the road, and I do think that the backcourt is going to be much improved. They bring in Philip Russell. He was the top scorer for the Southeast Missouri State team that was able to make the NCAA tournament last season, and that should be able to give this team a little bit of a spark. He was one of those two-time transfers that was ineligible at the beginning part of the season, has been back for three games, and now he gives this team a little bit more stability, because also with UT Arlington, 355th in the country, in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis, Russell, when he was over at Southeast Missouri State last year, had 5.1 assists per contest, thus far this season has three games played, 17.5 points, right around 4.3 assists per contest, would like to see the 3.3 turnovers come down a little bit, but I also expect Russell to help out in terms of his three-point shooting last year, shot 36%, from three-point range, so that's a nice shot in the arm for a UT Arlington team that has very much been based down low. You've got a pair of guys in Shamar Wilson, DeWan Gordon. They both are giving you at least 8.3 rebounds per game, one of just four duos in all of college basketball, which both individuals are logging north of eight rebounds per game. And Arlington, the top 50 team in the country, in terms of percentage of misses that do result in an offensive rebound, going up against a Texas team that now they get Dylan DeSue back. That's going to help them out down low in his three games back. He's been able to give you about 12 and a half points. Three and a half rebounds per game and shooting 80% from three. That's certainly going to be going downward. And Texas is going to be able to win the battle in the backcourt. Tyrese Hunter, Max Aismas, they've been able to combine for about 8.7 assists per contest with Aismas being your main man with 17 points per game. But it is a Texas team that has very much been all over the place in terms of their production on the defensive side of things. Over their last five games, they have given up 86, 50, 85, 55, and 37 points. So, think about being up and down for UT Arlington. You can tell that they're still trying to find their sea legs a little bit with re-entering into the full fill of Russell, but I do think that he's going to be able to elevate this backcourt. This is a UT Arlington team that I think is going to be able to do a solid job down low against a Texas team that does have Dylan Mitchell, who gives you 9.5 rebounds per game, but it is also a Texas team that they don't generate 
overly many turnovers, which should help out a UT Arlington team that's had a little bit of a weakness there. Certainly, I do think that Texas gets the job done, but I think that this summer has went a little bit too far, so my write-up is going to be taking the points with Arlington, set them as a 16-point underdog, and did set my total at 145. Both of these are relatively mid-tempo teams. Arlington faster than they were a season ago, but certainly not playing at warp speed, and I do still expect there to be some dead possession. So, diving in on the under, and my write-up that is going to be on the points with UT Arlington. Now, let's hit our two extra games. The normal betting board picks are complete, but there are some extra games today, so we go into the bonus. 306, 641, 306, 642. It is Texas Tech. They play us in North Alabama. North Alabama is an underdog of between 17 and a half to 18 points. So your totals between 144 and 145. I did set Texas Tech as an 18-point favorite. Seeing the 17 and a half out there, I'm going to be willing to lay the number with Texas Tech. And it's been a little bit all over the place for this team. You bring in Graham McCaslin, you bring in a bunch of transfers, but do have a few constants from a season ago. Pops Isaacs, he decided to stay with the program and has been the most productive player in terms of the scoring standpoint. 15 and a half points, three and a half assists per game. Plays very well off of Joe Toussaint who's been a little bit more of the floor general of this team, four assists per contest, and you just have too much rebounding, in my opinion, for the Texas Tech team. Between Darion Williams and Warren Washington, these two guys have been able to give you a combined about 16 rebounds per game. Williams is shooting 41.5% from three-bar range. Kerwin Walton is not going to continue to shoot 55% from three, but he's had a nice little resurgence, 12-plus points in four of the team's last five games, and that's a big reason why the Texas Tech team has been able to elevate their scoring. In their last five games, they have scored at least 76 points, and they go up against the North Alabama team that they look to play quite fast. North Alabama, a top 40 team in the country in terms of total possessions per game. They rank 208th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. And I do think that this Texas Tech defense is going to continue to improve as the season goes along. They're clearly much more comfortable at home rather than on the road, giving up 21.9 points fewer per one hour possessions at home rather than on the road. They're 45th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. I do think that the duo of K.J. Johnson along Jakari Lane could cause for a few issues with the Texas Tech team. They're combined for 27 points per game, both shooting in the mid-30s from three-par range for a North Alabama team that they shoot 35% from three-par range, but they just really don't match up down low. Other than Darion Forrest, who's been able to give you eight and a half rebounds per game, you really don't have anyone else that's able to maintain their own. They've been dealing with a few injuries, and they've been able to get production out of Dallas Howell when he's been out there, but he's sort of been in and out of the fold as well. He's had a combined 31 points in his last two games, so credit where credit is due, but I do think that Texas Tech is very much taking on that Grant McCaslin slow, controlled style. I do think that the defense is improving as the season goes along, and for Texas Tech, they've really done a nice job of being able to get things going over the last few games. 66 points are fewer surrendered in far of their last five games, which is why I did set my total at a 144. We have also seen the North Alabama team have a little bit of a tough time getting it going offensively as well. 67 points are fewer in regulation in three of their last five games against a Vision 1 competition. So, diving in on the under, I'm with Texas Tech. Willem Malay, 17 and a half or less with them. And we wrap things up with 3 of 6, 643, 3 of 6, 644. It is CCU. They play O2, Texas A&M Commerce. Commerce is an underdog of 24 points. Total on this game is 150. I did set my line at a 25. I'm going to be willing to lay it with TCU. TCU certainly has been able to beat up on lesser competition. And I'm sorry, Texas A&M Commerce, but this is lesser competition. Now, credit where credit is due for Texas A&M Commerce. They've gotten to at least 100 points in three out of their last four games. The exception was when they scored 47 against SMU, but that comes with caveat. Two of those games came against non-Division one opponents. The other game was a game that went to double overtime. So... That's very, very much misleading. This is still a commerce team that has their issues on offense. They shoot about 33.5% from three-point range, and you have had a few guys 
be able to get it going. Jerome Brewer, Kalen Williams, these two guys have been able to combine for about 29 points per contest, but don't have a single guy in the roster that gives you north of 4.6 rebounds per game. It's not like TCU necessarily has ideal size for a Big 12 team, but Emmanuel Miller, he should certainly be able to win that battle down low. 16.5 points, 6 boards per contest for a TCU team that they shoot in the mid-30s from 3-point range. They shoot over 50% from the floor. Again, I do think that when it comes to the TCU, their overall numbers are a little bit misleading and propped up by lesser competition as they give up 19.8 points fewer per one hour possessions when they're at home rather than on the road. And I don't quite think that this is like a top 40 offense like the metrics suggest, but certainly this is a team that's going to be completely outgunned. And you have been able to get a little bit more from the outside out of some of these transfers that have come in. You've had the Texas A&M Corpus Christi gentleman and Travion Tennyson be able to shoot about 43% from three-point range, shipping in there seven points per game. You've got a TCU team that has a whole. You've got seven different guys that do contribute at least seven points per contest. They're one of the best teams at being able to take away the ball in all of college basketball for Commerce. They haven't done a bad job of being able to protect the ball, but I do think that this is a Commerce team that is really going to meet their match against a TCU team that they've been playing rather up-tempo, but at the same time, when they need to slow down, they're absolutely willing to do so. And this is a Commerce team that in road games have been playing very much more slowly than they have at home. At home, they're averaging about 78.5 possessions per game, fewer than 70 when they're on the road. I think that that's a byproduct of the fact that they have played a few overtime games, which does lead them to being right around about 121st in the country in terms of total possessions per game, so that number is a little bit warped. They're really not a super-duper up-tempo team, and for TCU, they've really been able to get it going on defense. 60 points are fierce runner in two other last four games. I do think that they're going to be able to hold up here. Did set my total at 147. I'm going to be willing to take a look at the under, and with TCU, want to lay up to 24.5 with them, and that wrap things up for the first day of the year, this Monday edition of Coast to Coast Soups. If you do like sharing from this fine podcast, Coast to Coast Soups, you're able to subscribe wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. If you have a question, comment, segment, idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways we offer those in. First one is my Twitter slash X timeline at Gene and underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters M. They mean does not matter. As per usual, please send these into the timeline. And the other way, it's find an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire on what Whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. And a big thanks to Justin Perry for joining me in the last segment as I'll be coming at you guys every single day here in 2024 trying to make you as much money as humanly possible on the board, which means I'm back with you once again tomorrow. Thanks so much for tuning in. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 